You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, a brand new hour underway. Uh, We're glad you're here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, and in turn, Blazing Silverman, earning his degree in common sense, that now is superpower, from Rick and Bubba University. From sweet home Alabama to the world, we're glad that you are here. We'll break down the stories of the day. The will of meat in play again today. Hasn't spun yet this week. Could happen. Uh, Wednesday Bible study back today. Genesis chapter 39. We're in month number 10, walking through the book of Genesis. And today uh, we get in Genesis 39, uh, live at noon Central Time on the YouTube channel, 1 o'clock Eastern, then archived soon after, and then available on your time, uh, either on our YouTube channel or our podcast channel. Look right there. There he is, the silver-tongued one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. I know it's hard to believe, but yeah, they're there again. Yep. It is the Rick and Bubba experience. Come on in and stay a while. I want to love that way. Come on. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. How do? I'm good, Rick. I'm very good. How are you, sir? Well, uh, you got a little, little, little kick in your step today, don't well, you? Well, I yeah, tell you, it's yeah. a little cooler out there. Yeah, it Everything feels good. a little clearer. Yeah, and, uh, feels good. We'll, we'll run that down a little bit. We got a new, a uh, lot of records breaking here breaking in uh, baseball sure. and uh, and uh, the stories that go go with that. I mean, it, the story of who catches the ball becomes yeah. almost as big as big deal. Event, I'll tell you, when, when them baseball start getting worth that kind of money, <laughs> I don't make you, I don't make you uh, take take uh, take me out to the ball game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I've got a disturbing question to ask the audience today: Have I become a foodie? Okay. All right. We'll talk about that. And I know you're like me. You know, I think I am one, but I sure don't like that title. I know there's something I, it, it about it. It just feels right. very, very. It feels like I'm that I'm going to go get a meal and go see the new movie Bros. Yeah, I know. Uh, it just doesn't <laughs> feel right. I, you know, I I don't like that title. I understand what it means, and I think I am one, but I don't like that title. Yeah. Uh, so I like what was that thing they used to call it when you and I first started the show, and you would see their. Uh, their sticker on a restaurant that they loved it, and it was a bunch of people went and ate at restaurants and loved it, and they were called something. Aperian, mm. Aperian. Um, oh, uh, it was a lot better word than foodie. Yeah, and, uh, like yeah. Foodie. and it was yeah, basically I, I know what you're talking it about. was basically the same thing, but uh, but it was called because I don't want to be called not a foodie. Epicurean. Epicurean. And that is, is that it. Yeah, that, now see, that's too almost too hard for us. Now. We need a word between those two, <laughs> don't you think? Because I hate the word foodie. I mean, I, I am one, but I hate that word. <laughs> a protein processor. Yeah, but well, yeah, Epicurean. Like Remember, if the Epicureans put their put their seal yeah. of approval on your restaurant. Yeah. Am I remembering? Am I remembering that it's right? Something like that. Uh, I don't know. I think it's Epicurean. You're right. Epicurean is a way to describe someone, but if that if you 
call a person what it is. It's an epicure. And I've never heard that word in my life, so you guys are teaching me something right now. Well, a long time ago. I'm an epicure. (laughs) So Rick and Bubba are epicurean. They're both epicures, if I'm understanding what I'm reading from the dictionary. Well, well, I just remember there was a group, and they would go to restaurants and tell you how much they liked them or whatever, and and if you got their seal of approval. And they were called the epicureans. And, And I remember, I hope I remember that right, but it was a long time ago. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, if you go up to a young person right now and tell them that, you know, your granddaddy was a Gideon. Yeah. And they yeah. look at you like, what? Yeah, what country uh, is that from? Right. <laughs> and, uh, so, it looks like the pu- the plural noun would be epicures. Epicures. I'm just telling you. That, but but the, Epicurean could be it too. I don't know. Look, uh, this is new to me. L- let me tell you something. If I'd you, just rather if you, be lunch eaters if, man of the year. What I'm, yeah, what I'm saying is yes. I don't like the word foodie. <laughs> I, I wish we had something that sounded a little more. And you know that a man could actually be okay with a shirt with it on it, which means he loves great restaurants and he loves good food. Right? You know, and I don't like foodie. Foodie. That that's uh. It seems Epicurean may lean more towards the uh, a disciple or student of the Greek philosopher Epicurus. Okay. Okay. But that could be regarding food too. So I don't. Well, know. the Greeks love to eat. Yeah, wasn't he, yeah. he the god of the, go. uh, the appetizer? Yeah, <laughs> I think they. Th- I think they. I think they. I think they really were trying to do the Greek thing, and I think they said we're Greeks and we love to eat. I'll tell you this: if they put if their logo was on a restaurant, I'd eat there. Oh yeah. Are y'all are y'all appetizer people? Or do y'all oh, just wait? Yeah. I like oh, good appetizers. Yeah. yeah, I love an appetizer. I, I don't get it every time, but I like one. Speedy, mm-hmm. for instance, when we get into that discussion. I, my meal last night was two appetizers. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get to the main stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you lit like a kid sometimes. No, this was this is this is something else. Yeah, it is. That plate stuff. looked good though. That you. Oh. It's good. Hey, it's oh. good. I've said it. I've said it before. Oh. I'll, I'll say it again. I love the new covenant. And I love being a Gentile. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I know a lot of people say. Well, free you know, that where, pork up. Let's have it. Where's the rest of it? You know right. all that. Hey, my mouth couldn't take anymore. I mean, your tongue just—it's just in there beating against the top of your mouth. Now it's so good, you know. <laughs> it's going crazy, it's like a flag in March. Yeah, you know. Golly. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll unpack. Uh, we've got um, updates galore. Bubba, more good news from you. It's—it's a—it's uh, just continuing to be good news. So we'll update you on that too. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba, uh, you got back uh, after, you know, spending some time in the hospital. We're excited about the the great news. But, you know, one of the things that was cool, when you got back right there in your office waiting on you was T-shirts from True Classic. Hey, I'm telling you, you and I with our shape, sometimes T-shirts don't work for us. Uh, And and let's face it, men in general, a lot of T-shirts are made not for men. These are made to fit us right. Yeah, Rick, I think they're using like a, a, most of these T-shirt folks, some uh, idyllic cut from like 1950. We don't look that way anymore. <laughs> right. And uh, But let me tell you, I love how soft these things are. Mm. They, I mean, they are incredibly soft. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I had gotten to the point, honestly, uh, that 
T-shirts just didn't work for me. And we got these true classics, and I'm telling you, they look and they feel great. I'm now wearing them, uh, you know, like with a pair of jeans. It's got the tighter fit in the chest uh, and and the sleeves. And, you know, that way, you know, the upper torso, which a lot of times doesn't need as much room, let's just call it. Uh, and then, of course, uh, they're, they're, as you said, they're soft. They're at a great price. And and then they they also go down beyond our waist. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm a I'm, I'm I've got one of those. I got a lot of torso to bring to the table, and and they fit me outstanding. And they're going to fit you too, guys. Do you hear us, plumbers? Yeah. They, let's let's face it. The the t-shirts of the past uh, don't look good on every body type. These do. We've got an exclusive deal for you, the listeners. Bub and I are loving the classic t-shirts from True Classics. Go to their website, True Classics. Classic.com and use the code Rick and Bubba. 25% off at trueclassic.com and get uh, and put in the code Rick and Bubba, get 25% off the most comfortable, well-fitting t-shirts that you have ever worn from trueclassic.com. Gama 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 gala. All right, so uh, here is the latest, uh, Bubba. You know Remember, that music temporary uh, muted. Uh, uh, you know, Bubba. You realize that uh, there's nothing the left more, loves more right now than the word equity. Yeah. Ooh, they love equity. Oh yeah. Oh, I equity. Think misusing it, it, it. Well, well, you if you want to hear if you want to hear it be turned into a salad, I got it for you. Mm-hmm. Here is Vice President Kamala Harris talking about equity. So let's deal with that disconnect, which we also refer to as disparities because we see that people in our country are having an experience that is not equal. And that's why we talk about equity because we recognize not everybody starts out on the same base. They don't start out in the same place even though they have the same God-given capacity. So when we talk about the work we are doing here together, it is recognizing that and being guided by this principle of what we must do in the spirit and in the interest of equity. Uh, you know, that's uh, huh. that's kind of a nice way of <laughs> right. saying what Karl Marx said. Yeah, you're uh, right. The the founder of communism. But uh, sure, well, yeah, look, I, I, the, true. We we have and what we celebrate here is the chance to chase your dreams and to accomplish what you want to accomplish. We don't all start at the same place. We all haven't been dished out the same God-given talent, and we won't all finish at the same place. Yes. And, you know, that's just the way it is. And any anything that you're selling to try to convince everybody that we all will finish at the same place, you're just not being honest. Right. And remember, and, and Adler was the first person to come on and say just – be sure we all understand this, this working in of equity, and you touched on it, it's Marxism. Equality means what our, what our founding fathers uh, were, were trying to set up. Let's set up an environment that no matter where you start, you would have uh, everybody would have an equal shot at maximizing, and she did say it in here, your God-given potential through maximum liberty. Right. But that's not what equity is. Liberty is freedom. Yeah. yeah. Equity isn't about equality. Equity is if you have a house a certain size and you own a piece of land and you make this amount of money, then I should too. And if I don't, then that's not fair. Or I need to take yours yeah, and give it, to somebody right, else right, and it, find a, right. a happy medium. Right. And yeah. and so then the government then distributes wealth 
trying to to uh, uh, to bring equity mm. as opposed to equality. You mean uh, based on your needs, Rick? Correct. <laughs> and uh, and so that that's where you got to be real careful with that. Hi, Carl with that world. But, yeah, it's just a, it's just mm-hmm. a dressed up new academic way to promote communism, and it's which all- we know they are. They're socialists. That's just you're just working your way to communism. And look, even us free capitalists, we understand a vibrant, strong middle class is what what makes this country work, and always has. And we're not against that, uh, you know. But what they're trying to do is penalize people on one end and reward people on the other end and you can't there's there's a point where it doesn't work because the people on the end you're taking from will go well heck why am i doing this and then the people who are receiving the gift on the other end will go i want more 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 so it's just a it's just a bad deal really you know the government they need to set the boundaries on these things and get out of the way and let the free market handle it and, you know, where we're, we have most of these big screw-ups, Rick, is where the government tries to get in and set up artificial barriers and things to, in their mind to make it more fair, but it really doesn't work out that way, and we've seen that time and time again. Yeah, it'd be like me saying I should have – right now I want to be given – a, a job and you be I want to be, I want to be Elon Musk today because that's not fair the money he has and I don't have I want to be Bezos and and under under equity they believe that if you would just give me that mm-hmm. I would do just as well with it as they have but but well, the, but but the odds are I really wouldn't mm-hmm. because they have gifts and talents that I don't have uh, and uh, but yet I need to maximize who I am through through maximum liberty and taking and giving to someone saying, well, they, somehow that was ill-gotten gains. If you if, if you just took what they had and gave it to somebody else, they'd do just as well with it. But that's just not true. No. And, no. and, and, and so— and, and, But here's the thing that should excite you. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, let's just flash back maybe a couple of decades. You know, Walmart was the walking boss of everything. Mm-hmm. The, the You know, Sam Walton, there was no competition. Nobody thought there would ever be any competition for Walmart because they had cornered the market, okay? And we can even talk about who they took it from, the Sears and Roebucks of the world, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's just look down the timeline here. Jeff Bezos was a, a little scrawny guy trying to sell books in mm-hmm. San Francisco on a corner, right? okay? A little corner operation. Elon Musk was he he was trying to do some computer programming and and lived on a couch of a friend of his. They had to work. And, and that's in recent history. Right. So some guy living on the couch of a friend right now, or a guy trying to sell books in some little office building on the corner, they could be these guys again because our country allows you to grow with that. And that's how it's supposed to work. Bezos saw and had an idea with the emerging of the internet. He went, he started selling books. You know, Amazon just sold books to begin with. They, right. they were not a, a yeah. product thing. And look what that monster's turned into. Mm. And look at Elon. He had a different idea. He wanted to do it a little different way. Paper. He got a government contract. He proved that his ideas would work. Elon Musk didn't know how to build rockets. He yeah. had no idea how to build a rocket, but he's learned and he's hired good people. And now look at what they're doing. I think aren't they launching another crew this morning? Sometimes, yeah, yeah, but and, but the, the re- crew five is but, that this week? But what you're saying is the reason why the reason why the left hates self-made, uh, uh, successful minority people. They hate that yeah. because that 
refutes everything they're selling. Right. So they demonize those people. Mm-hmm. Because what that says, and you find out even in these two men that Bubba's mentioned, even though they're not minorities, if you would do some research, you would see it wasn't given to them. They started from a, a pretty difficult road, too. but but Very basic beginning. They, Very can't, basic. they cannot stand for someone who did start in a rough road out of a, a bad part of town with a dysfunctional family and even work through all the sins of our country in, involving bigotry as well. And they work through all that to still become incredibly well-educated and incredibly successful, self-made, because they use the freedoms afforded even in this flawed country. And the left hates those stories. Because because that refutes all the need of equity, and, and you know yeah. we're not all going to be yeah. that promotes equality. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't promote equity. Yeah, equity is not reality. I will never play in the NBA. Yeah, not everybody has the ability right. to do that. And, and look, even though we're talking about billionaires and millionaires, there's a lot of people can live a very happy, successful life between that and living under a bridge. Of course. You know, yeah. Like 300 million of them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So we just finished uh, listening to the word salad from uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, this word equity. Uh, and uh, we begin to, uh, to, to unpack the difference between that and equality. But, uh, and the fact that the left hates uh, people who are successful in spite of them. Uh, and uh, there is a, uh, a black pastor talking to his congregation. This is not going to go over very well. Uh, he is telling his congregation, uh, which many uh, you know, churches sometimes uh, are riddled with uh, you know, getting the vote out and um, talking about why you should vote a certain way. Uh, well, here, uh, and he's really going to be in trouble because he's not following the script that has been handed to him uh, by the all-loving, all-caring uh, Democratic Party that has, uh, pun intended, whitewashed their history quite well. Uh, but uh, this pastor is going to tell his congregation why they need to vote the Democrats out in 2022. So uh, here, here we go, and his, here he is in his own words. Our nation is, is gone mad. I hope y'all like y'all's president. Because in a year's time, he screwed the whole nation up. I I told you, I don't care how many blind eyes open if I say something like that. With my blind eye, I'm out of here. He must be a Republican. It only took that man one year to screw the whole country up. A year. Don't be, don't be looking at me like, no, the, our nation's gone backwards. Come on, a year ago, you were paying $2 a gallon for gas. Yeah, let's take it where you can relate. And you're paying almost $4 now because of his decisions. Yeah, it's his decisions. Two million people have crossed our borders uh, from Mexico. Uh, now he getting political. No, kingdom. I'm kingdom. Mm-hmm. Screw it up. You got and these people coming in don't get, they don't get COVID tests. Uh huh. 
And they aren't forced to get vaccinated. Uh-huh. That's right. And they put on airplanes. Read your paper. Yeah. Now they ain't gonna put this in, in your paper. They don't report this. But they are flying people who cross the border illegally. Your government is flying them to cities across the United States and putting them up in hotels and paying for them with your money. Uh-huh. Only took a year to screw the country up. One year. Just took a year. Mercy. 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 Just took a year. Yeah, he must be a Trump supporter. No, I believe. Yep. I believe in the Bible. That's what he's holding up. In a year's time, men who say they women are competing on the college level in women's sports. Oh, he's in trouble now. Mm -hmm. And depriving women who have been working all their lives uh -huh. to be the best woman in their sport, the ability to be that because this man won't be a girl now. <laughs> a year. Mercy. One. <laughs> In one year. He's like, this didn't take long. Hey, it went bad in a year. Did you hear the one? Mercy. Hotels. Did you hear the Did you hear in the hotels comment? I heard somebody in the back go, three hundred dollars a night. Did you hear You could hear it. You could hear it. One year. One year. It does it does seem that logic has left the building, doesn't it? Yep, doesn't it? All right, Adler five C. Oh, it's good stuff. So he He's really he's escorted us right into uh, another mercy. Uh, mercy. This guy uh, he's in so much trouble. I mean he is in so yeah, much trouble. He is. But he I, I don't think he cares. It, it seems like he does. Kareen Jean Pierre uh, is now at the press conference, and as we've seen throughout political history, now that gas prices have gone down, of course not near where they were according to the pastor a year yeah. ago, which he's right. But, uh, but they have gone down, and as expected, now President Biden will get credit with the gas prices coming down, but, he, but she is going to be asked, does that mean it was his fault that they went up? And you remember, you can't have it both ways. And no, it's, uh, no, I'm just the president that lowers prices. Right. <laughs> it's yes. somebody else raising it. Yes. Which, by the way, just the fact you're trying to sell that means you don't think we're very smart. Right, yeah, yeah, and that, I think maybe that—that's the part that stings the most. You think we're chumps, but here we go, Corinne uh, Jean Pierre. You've said the president was responsible for gas prices coming down. Is the president responsible for gas prices going up? So it's a lot more nuanced than that, right, um, Peter? You know this. <laughs> So the answer is a lot more nuanced. No, if you if you claim if you claim responsibility, um, and, and and gas prices look, this is not a thing where I, I'm I'm hoping they stay up for political gain. Right. Uh, I hope they come down and and quick and stay down. Mm -hmm. And they did come down a little bit. Of course, we put a lot of oil into the market yeah. uh, out of our uh, reserve. strategic reserve. Yeah. And it's at the lowest it's been in a long time if we really needed it. And we have to put that back in, so somebody's going to have to pay for it. But anyway. Mm -hmm. At a higher price. Um, and, but but the, the markets are, are, you know, they're easing back up in some areas because that, that has kind of gone away. So there's pressure on the market. See, how you solve that is you keep drilling 
and you keep the pop lines open and it keeps it's like a, a giant you know lasso around those processes from going up but we can't do that because it makes the environmental wackos mad right so I'll, you just it's, you're trying to play everybody and it's hard to do I love the way that she says Peter with such just disdain. Peter. 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 <laughs> you know. <Peter. laughs> but but the, the question is this, and y'all said it. So we've run them down by what? Putting more oil in the market. So would that mean when the president took oil out of the market that ran it up? But by the fact we don't have any more, Rick, it, how would, dare it, you? Would, it would force yeah. the same economic pressure to push it up that right. was bringing it down. That's all she's being asked. So he realized that was a mistake and, and, and did something to bring it back down. So it went up when he did the opposite of what he just did. And he, he pulled from our reserves, as Bubba just said, yeah. and now we're going to have to fill the reserves yeah. with a higher price. Yeah. Well, we, we'll have we to wait till it goes down to buy it back, mm-hmm. which but, is another thing but, we need. Which is why we need to drill it ourselves, which right. is what we were doing under the Trump administration. So, Bubba, let's, uh, you gave us a really good health update. Things were looking good. But yesterday was the official, I'm going in, I'm sitting down with the doctors, they've got my pathology report, and here we go. Yeah, everything was uh, exactly what we thought with the preview on that, Rick. Uh, It was all good news. I don't think it could have been any better news. Mm -hmm. And no further treatment will be required other than to move into what they call surveillance mode, where uh, every 90 days, we're going to get a CAT scan and have a, uh, a blood test done with some of the latest, greatest technology on that. And uh, we're going to keep an eye and make sure that there's no other intruders at the gate. All right. Amen. So that, I don't think it gets any better. Yeah, that, I, right? mean, that's, I mean, that's uh, good. Like, oh. In the situation uh, that, that uh, you found yourself, I, that's about as good a report as you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, I just want to thank Dr. Christine, uh, and now I'm – Dealing with uh, Dr. Ben Jones, the oncologist, who will kind of be, uh, you know, running this part of the surveillance. And uh, they did a great job. And uh, I really, really appreciate them and the staff and everybody there that uh, works with them at Grandview. They did a wonderful, wonderful job. And uh, hopefully this will be it. But, uh, you know, if something pops up, we'll uh, we'll tend to it when it comes up, too. And, uh, you know, it's just something, Rick, I never thought I'd be dealing with, uh, you know, 60 days ago. And. You know, what a month. We go from uh, emergency gallbladder surgery to multiple tests that we had to have. Uh, one of them you had to be put to sleep for to having tumor removed to, you know, here we are today with basically a clean bill of health for this moment. That, well, that, yeah, well that, that has to be, uh, you know, it, I mean, that's a, that's a lot to celebrate. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it, is. it really, we're, really we're is. And, and we're all celebrating with you and. It's just the the people all across this country and and even around the world uh, praying uh, over this and knowing that people you know are walking through that and um, and you're you're never you know we know we're never alone because of who God is but it is also wonderful and gracious on His part to put all these wonderful people around you too. Yeah, it is. And like I said, the real miracle, and I appreciate everybody that took a part in this. Your prayer, uh, we we just never sweated it, Rick, at all. And that's really surprising even to me, but it just, it just wasn't there. Yeah. And, uh, so thank you very much. That's I thought, the miracle. I thought this. some of the stuff you were texting us yesterday had some really amazing information in it about how long they, they thought yeah. it had been there. And then through the, um, algorithms and all that about, they felt like this was a standalone yeah, situation, you know, they, but they were able to determine all that. It's really something else. Right. They can look at the cell structure and they know yeah. it was a liver cell that mutated yeah it didn't come from somewhere else 
Um, They know that uh, based on, and they have a tremendous amount of data on these things now. Right. And these supercomputers are allowing them to be able to, to filter through that, you know, and they look at who you are, your body type, what other features you have, and they put you in a group and, then they say, well, people in this group that, that have had this tumor, this cell, these structures of the cell, what happened? Mm-hmm. And uh, they said that it, it, it looked like that it would not you know, be a problem, mm-hmm. that it was probably a, a, a one and done. So we hope that's the case, mm-hmm. even though the type of cancer it was is an aggressive cancer. Mm-hmm. But, but this particular cell, the structure in it was, uh, uh, was not that way. He did say that they, he, in his estimate, based on the size of it, that it had probably been about 10 months, 8 to 10 months wow. growing. Hmm. I know. <laughs> Interesting. Timing's everything. Happy sorry. New Year. Well, you know. It's been a stressful year. You, you start going back. <laughs> that's about the time we moved. And, uh, right, yeah, uh, right. But, I, but I had COVID first of the year. And mm-hmm. we took antivirals for it at the first of the year. So, and those may not have had anything to do with it either. But we're just looking at that. You know, when you get down to your uh, your DNA, I mean, they could have been a code in there that said fifty eight years and so many months. You start growing. You just don't yeah, know. True. Just don't yeah. know yet. Yeah. Well, that, that, uh, you know, all of us we're learning so much about this type of cancer. And of course, you look at the things that that usually you know, bring this to light. And, uh, and I mean, I think there was, you know, there was only one on the entire list that was even remotely possible. That's what was so weird about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, and so it was, uh, yeah, they're still, I mean, they still walk around and I've been asking, are you sure you didn't have hepatitis? Are you sure yeah, right, you didn't? And yeah. I said, if I've had it, I was cured of it and I never knew it. Right. So, yeah. but they, they continue to ask about that. So I think that's something they see with this type of tumor a lot. Right. So, uh, so it's, uh, you know, and, and you know, you and I were, were talking and is it okay talking about that, about how, you know, the, the whole thing about that we, we understand and acknowledge yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 that we, well, we talked about, yeah. And hopefully this, this will help because I, 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 you know, this has been, Bub and I've been at this a long time and we're getting older and, you know, we're learning as we go and, and hopefully we can pass some of that on to you if you're not as old as we are, or haven't been through the things that, that we've been through, but we all going through something. None of us get through this unscathed, but we do also understand. And I've, I've read your emails. I, I've seen them. Uh, some of you that were very concerned, um, you know, when this came because of what you've been through is, you know, don't, don't hear us saying that if, if, if your situation with your loved one or with you, if you had just had the kind of prayers that Bubba had, and we'd done what it, you 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 could have got out of this too, and somehow you did something wrong, because there's people that have it's just the case. they have people praying just as hard. There's people just as devoted to the one and only living God as anybody on this show, and you were in this situation and you didn't get the news that Bubba got, and everything else was was pretty much the same spiritually. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Well. You you have to understand, and I hope you've learned this with us because the show's been through a lot. You know, we've had some 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 calamities and tragedies, and and there was a lot of learning through all that. That I hope, if you've been with us the whole time, you've already heard these concepts. What we're talking about is God is no less glorious and no less gracious if you belong to Him and you've been redeemed, and you got in this situation, or somebody you love got in this situation, and they didn't get the report that Bubba got. Uh, God's not playing favorites, okay? Um, I, I would point to the, the life of the Apostle Paul. 
he had things that he wanted God to take off him that God didn't take off of him. But, right. but at the end of it, God was telling him, you fought the fight, you ran the race. I didn't have any issue with you. I'm teaching. So there, you, there's a pursuit that, that we've been on. You know, I want to know everything about God that he allows me to know through the power of the Holy Spirit. There's parts of him that on this side of heaven I'll never be able to comprehend, but that doesn't mean that I can't know a lot about him. I'm go- I want to know, and Sherry was the one who started this when you know, some of the things we went through. We want to know everything about God that God allows us to know, and it is quite a bit. Okay, Sometimes I tell Bubba we use the excuse of, well, I know I can never fully comprehend him, so I don't even try to comprehend him at all. Well, that, that's, first of all, that's spiritually lazy. And second of all, you're not accessing what he's made available to you. And what you find is in your situation, what is God trying to accomplish? What is he teaching? So God says for you, I'm, I wanna t- I'm teaching this because you didn't get the news that Bubba got. And Bubba, I'm teaching you and everybody around you this because of the news you got. I'm the same God in all these. So what you do is you look in whatever situation God has allowed in your life, you look to him and say, so what are you trying to teach me? There's things I'm supposed to learn about me, and then there's things I'm supposed to do to point people to you, whichever one I get. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not about the answer, meaning this one means I like this person, this means I don't like this person, right. or this one had faith and this one didn't. That's not it. That's not what Scripture says about these things, and it says quite a bit about them. What it's saying is, what is God doing in your situation? But he's in both of them, and yep. he's in all of them. Mm-hmm. And if and if you belong to him, he is working a plan through whichever result here on this side, because this isn't heaven anyway. Right. I assure you, uh, we this, this may be a dodge, but if Jesus doesn't come back in our time, we're going to die. We're, we're going to take a direct some, hit eventually. Something's yeah. going to get yep. us. Okay? Yep. Yep. And some people live this amount of time. Some people don't live this amount of time. Some people live two and a half years. Some people live 102 years. Okay? and and But God's in all that. And and he's working his plan in your life. And, and we're supposed to be devoted to him, seeking his will. And when the results come in, we look to the same God and say, so this is my ministry. So this this is how I glorify you. And I want to know what you're teaching me. Because he's teaching, he's always teaching. And and what we need to do is in our situations, whether you get good news or bad news, don't waste the good news and don't waste the bad news. Be looking to him to say, What are you teaching in the results that we got? So we're celebrating this result because we should. But at the same time, if it had gone another way, I assure you, we'd be celebrating that too, looking for how God's gonna be glorified in it. Yeah, probably in our own special, in our own laughable special way. way that some people wouldn't approve of. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. our coping skills are bizarre. But, but as you said, how many times do we hear yeah. in the Bible, "Seek, seek me, seek, seek, me. seek, seek and me. you'll lock, find me." You can do a whole, you you can look up a whole sermon on seek. Yeah. Learn what you can. Get to that edge where, where you're not going to learn anymore. And sometimes God will give you a little peek a little further in. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Especially through difficulty. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, Shane rolling on mm-hmm. I 59. Shane, go ahead. Good morning, Biggin. Hey, buddy. Hey, I just wanted to uh, call. I just wanted to call in and comment on your last segment there before the before the break and uh i I just appreciate all that y'all do and what y'all stand on and and uh that was just a little message that i needed to hear this morning i 
still grieving uh, losing my mother earlier in the year, and and uh, so it's just a big uh, a big thing that that uh, just really stands out is is what y'all stand on and, and how you just speak what what everybody needs to hear, and it just it, and I just wanted to let y'all know that it really hit home this morning. So I really appreciate that. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, thank I, you, and, and that's when Bub and I were talking about it in the office. I thought, man, if there's a way to get what we just were talking about here on the air, I, I know that somebody needs to hear it. You can just yep. sense it, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and we get caught up, you yeah. know. We our loved ones. We, you yeah. know, God has given them to us for a period of time, mm-hmm. and and we enjoy that relationship, and we hate to see it put on hold in many cases. Yeah, and and I and I've said this, uh, Bubba and I've got a chance to talk about this, and one of the things that I try when I sit down and counsel people who have loved ones that have just passed, and I try to tell them this, and it usually, especially with men, and maybe this is the next thing you need to hear, is don't let that person's legacy be that their death made you bitter against God. And instead of being more intimately in a relationship with God, it pushed you away from God. That's not the legacy that the loved one wants. Oh, great. So my earthly death trashed your faith. It didn't strengthen it. So you didn't use my death to point people to how wonderful God is. My death caused you to be mad at God and walk away. So that's the legacy you're giving me? Nobody wants that legacy. And Rick, Don't do that to your loved one. How can Mm, we be mad at God? Yeah, because <laughs> come on, we're look all, at the cross. We're, mm. we're Rick. We're all going to die. <laughs> right. Nobody's going to escape that. We're all going through going through that turnstile. You know, like we talked about at the airport. <laughs> Unless God comes back and we're raptured, we're all going to die. Right. And and what did he do? Because we brought that on ourselves. Right. And then he said, you know what? I'm even going to resolve that for yeah. you. Yeah. He right. didn't want that. No. We brought it. We said we'll take that. And we're going to be mad at the very God that's delivering us yeah. from death. The death we brought on ourselves, and hey, we got to remember too, we we are eternal beings. Yep. You know, we got an Earth suit on for a short amount of time. Yeah. We got bigger plans out there. Yep. You know. Yep. Rick More Rick and Bubba, Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. So Bubba, it's uh, the wait is over. Aaron Judge will now join, uh, you know, all the um, baseball elite. Uh, he has uh, hit uh, the most home runs ever in the American League. Now he's still going to be twelve shy of Barry Bonds, but uh, but but still, as far as the American League is concerned, he he now is the single season home run king, right? Look, Rick, then, when you you play for the Yankees and you own a Yankee record with yeah, their history, yeah, sure. that is a big deal. I it don't is. care what it is. It is. I it don't is. care if you're the hot dog eating Jolly champion Rogers, of the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, you are right, a big right, deal. Right. It's uh, now, unfortunately, it happened. Did y'all say play in the Marlins, which means nobody got no, to see it? No, it was no, in no, Texas. No, no, oh, no, it was in Texas. No, it was Texas. What was our Marlins title? Right? Braves. The Braves won Clinched. the NLEs for the fifth straight time. Oh, I see. So which they, is, again, incredible. Yeah. All right, so this is – let's, let's watch it and hear it, Rick. And then we'll break down the whole thing about everybody trying to get the ball for money. So yeah. here we go. Thank God. He's done it. He has done it. 62. Aaron Judge is the American League single season home run leader. The AL King. Case closed. He's so glad to get that over. Mm Mm-hmm. Big man. Now remember, they're on the road. He's getting quite a quite oh, yeah. a round of applause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they wanted to do it at Yankee Stadium so bad. 
but you just can't make it happen. And the pitcher right now is thinking, well, I'm going to be a trivia question. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Answer. What did he hit? Was it a fastball? I didn't. I wasn't watching that close. Mm-hmm. Let's see it one more time, man. Yeah, I Let's see what he hit. I wish we let that old guy make the call. Yeah, that's uh, we, 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 we got, we got old that. guy. Yeah. By the way, had we one got. game left. Um, so if he doesn't do it here, wow. he had one more chance. I was wondering about that. Yeah. So, uh, so it has to be regular season. Are the Yankees Correct. in the playoffs? Yeah, uh, yeah, they'll yeah. make it for yeah. sure. Yeah, sure. but that doesn't count, right? You yeah. can't add those, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People are saying that he threw him a, a little <clears throat> bit of meat. Well, of to, course they are. To grab yeah. a piece of. Uh, uh, Greg. Yeah. Saying Greg's that. saying that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Catcher set up outside. Ooh. Boy, he got it up and in, did he? Ooh. Right down the middle. It's called a mistake. Kind of hit off the end of the yeah. bat a little bit. Yeah. Mm. But you see the catcher set up kind of outside, so I, I didn't see where he called for it, but mm. he got it, it got back in there, didn't it? Mm, it's pretty swing. Hips open, <laughs> arms following. That's like a statue. Big muscles leading the little <laughs> muscles. It's like a statue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the yeah. statue, Rick, right there. That yeah, is the pose. It, yeah, that's, that's it, good. Right there. Good wow. stuff right there. Yeah. That's a yickety yeah. yak. Yackety. Yes, it is. Look at the picture. Watch the picture. <laughs> pretty sound. He's like, oh no! Yeah, he's like, yep. Looks like I'm on the trivia question. <laughs> the, the guy jumping down on so me. Good. We'll unpack him. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so yes. do we have the the call from the other guy? John Sterling. Was, Sterling. Oh, the name is this, is this Jolly Roger? Yeah. Uh, John. No, John. <laughs> Rick, you know he already had this in his head ready. Yeah. Yeah. John. Can you let us enjoy be. it? So you don't just call him an old man. One of the greatest announcers we've had in John baseball Sterling for many, many, many years. Been a long time Yankees. He's uh, okay. Announcer. He's 84 years old, and he he announced that he was going to pull back on his announcing schedule and kind of go into semi-retirement but then said I, i'm coming back to call the games in hopes that yeah. aaron yeah, I'm, breaks I'm, it i'm dying my hair and, and um this right. is the the sterling <laughs> cam stop. and show it's a picture of him making the final call rick it's famous be a yankee, yankee gonna be, hey, gonna be a couple things in this is gonna be a bit to you rick okay all right <laughs> yeah all right here we go. here's the one one swung on there Deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger. Hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Well, Did they lean back? And give yeah. me I appreciate a legend nah, and listening yeah. to that. Uh, all, all, Jolly Roger. And, and, all the uh, things he said. I had his voice. Yeah. Let yeah, me ask you this, voice. too. Did, good for him. Did I understand correctly he also beat Babe Ruth's record for RBIs? In a season. No, no, no. no that's that's no. Pujols. 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 Career. Has career. career RBIs. Career. Career. The, the Sultan of SWAT. Yeah. But yeah. Babe still got him in total home runs. Correct. Right, right. Yeah. By like 10. Um, 715. But Greg, don't we have to put some kind of like something special for Babe? Because these other people that have the 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 these the the shape that Babe was in. Yeah. There's always has to right. be a record. I hit sixty being overweight and completely out of shape. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> if he'd have been in good shape. And and, and probably drunk. Yeah. I right. mean, you know, I no. mean that, that a lot of them were hit with a hangover. Yeah, yeah. So there's something to be said about that. <laughs> 
So now we he had a harder yeah. sixty-one. Yeah. You're right. Did now, y'all know Roger Maris was named Jolly Roger? No, Jolly I didn't Roger. Either. Was he really, or is this guy that's trying well, to be shy? He we called Jolly him the Babe. Right. We know yeah, that right. we know yeah. that uh, Babe Ruth was named the Babe, and so I just, the Sultan of Swat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bambino. Um, <laughs> he had a so. Bunch of I mean, I'm sure Roger Maris was Jolly Roger. He wouldn't have said it. Right. He's a pro. Yeah. Um, so now we move into who catches it. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> and so what a cast of characters. Apparently, a millionaire banker who is married. Um, uh, is married to uh, a bachelor star or whatever, turns down offer for $2 million after catching it. But now anyway. there's pictures of him on his yacht. Is he really that rich? Yeah, he uh, works with an investment fund or, yeah. or group that I think billions. handles a billions of yeah, dollars. It was, it was close to billions. Well, now, if um, he catches it in, in, you know, in midair. Yeah, but I think what happened, now this is a follow-up, y'all may not know about this, that Kamala Harris actually got it, ran it down a few neighborhoods over and handed it to somebody in their house. God, that's great. God, that's good. <laughs> There's so many things I want to break down at, in this first video. First of all, this Can guy's I, gut when he's got his arm Well, up. I want to break down him catching it. I yeah. want to break down the guy that never gets up. He's eating chips or, or, How about or something. That guy? And, and then the guy that said, I'm just going to jump from the rail and go down into the gap past the fence in hopes that it bounces down here. Yeah, uh, what, there's what, just so well, many things. That's a good way to jump. But that's a good plan. At the games that I and I haven't been to a ton of major league games, but the ones I've been to, usually where the ball <laughs> is going is not where it ends up. Uh, somebody will miss it. It'll yeah, bounce. It'll, mm-hmm. So sometimes if you kind of stand off a little bit of where the the mayhem is, the ball will come right to you. Do you think? Because yeah. hey, I understand his strategy. The guy that jumps, he's thinking this may be short, yeah. but but it was higher than he thought, and it hurt. And he didn't get the ball. And now he's in no, trouble he because he's in yeah. a place you're not supposed oh, to yeah. be. Oh, yeah. He got escorted, I'm sure. Well, he, he can just say, I fell. I fell off the rail. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you're right. So, but I so think it was there. a good strategy because he's thinking, my only shot, because where it's at, I can't get to it. If this thing goes short, I can get That was pretty good. Yeah, I smart. like his strategy, but I got to tell you, my favorite guy is the guy that never stops eating his nachos. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he doesn't even stand up. Is that not Rick good stuff? He doesn't even stand up. That's so good. Um, <laughs> So, and then the guy sticks his arms up and shows about two foot of his gut. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it reminds me. Greg, <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, of the Ole Miss defensive coordinator in the in the uh, yeah up in, in the, the booth. booth. Yeah. yeah. He so wishes they didn't have that camera shot. He's <laughs> yeah. jumping around. And you, all you see is his badly. Oh, and it's just flapping. Of course, he doesn't care because yeah. they're five and zero. Oh, That's right. So, uh, uh, so the Rangers security <laughs> had to come get this guy. And and get him out of there. Oh sure, uh, he's already been offered and turned down two million dollars for the ball. He doesn't know what he wants to Wait do. Wait a minute, with he's it. turned down two million. Already Ray has two million dollar offer. Hey, this guy. It's a billion dollar guy. Hey, I mean, this guy or a million dollar yeah, guy. Yeah. You ought to see him on his yacht with his is it yeah, his yeah. wife or his fiance? Uh, they said he's married to a bachelor star. What? I don't. I don't One know about that. One of them Yeah. We'll be right back. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The big game coming up this weekend, there's a lot of biggies in college football, uh, but the, what makes the Texas A&M-Alabama game big is you've got A&M beat Bama last year. You've got Jimbo Fisher and, and the ongoing feud with Saban. Right. And then you've got Bryce Young may or may not play. So that, that really brings a lot of drama to, to this one. And now to add to the conspiracies – uh, a video has been released from Alabama's practice yesterday, and you see receivers catching the ball, but the people editing the video will not allow us to see who's throwing it. <laughs> and it, it, it has set people look, look, all you got is just receivers going out and catching, and, and they, they wisely 
uh, as Saban told the reporter, you want me just to tell Jimbo what we're going to do and how we're going to go about it? You want me to just go ahead and call him and tell him? So, see, it's just nothing but receivers catching, but you have no idea who's throwing it. And, uh, and people are starting to wonder, is this Bryce Young trying to throw and they don't want to see how he's doing? Is it, is it whoever that other kid is that's could, backing him up? It could just be a coach. The comment under <laughs> hey, the comment under the tweet, or y'all need to take some time. Right? Really? People having fun with who it could be. You know, <laughs> right. Bringing back right. quarterbacks from the past. You know. But I tell you, he's probably throwing them. He's out. He's probably saving. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably so. I mean, if you think Saban is going to you know, just let you know who his quarterback is, I mean, it don't really matter because uh, the only team that has a harder time scoring than A&M is Auburn. Uh, <laughs> Auburn and A&M, are they playing each other this year? Probably 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> so here's something that, that, I, that I find interesting, and one of my sons brought this up, and I said, you know, you, you're 100% right. When you get into a – I'm not talking about what, – what's happening is most of the, the screenplays now are so bad <laughs> in movies and the writing is so horrible and the dialogue is is so uninspiring and so Thin, sophomoric <clears throat> and childish and, and just inch deep, mile wide. The only time you can really see a good movie today – there's a few exceptions, thank goodness for that – but most of the time, if you go, well, no, wait a minute, Rick. This one movie I saw, I thought it had quite a bit of depth in it. And then you find out all they did is go write a screenplay off a really good book that was written a long time ago. Okay, so it, really somebody else has written that too. So the problem that you find, and I've tried to watch some movies that were not based on a really well-written book that's just a screenplay or a story somebody came up with. And let me tell you what's, what's, what their problem is. And we said this about the last Kevin James comedy we thought we'd be excited about. Wokeness has so infused the creative process, people aren't allowed to be creative anymore. They have to try to make sure they've checked all their boxes that every agenda out there that could possibly be upset has been coddled. So, And 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 it it gets absurd because the wokeness has become so absurd that some of the things they try to check the box on, you're like, well, why are we even talking about this? Well, none has more potential than being a movie that nobody's going to be able to be critical of than this bros thing. So, And and here's what what, what this this is the problem with – the far, far left in their oh. wokeness is they say that they want a romantic com- comedy to come out that, that everybody wants to see that involves two men in love and everybody loves that. There's an environment for that and everybody just can't wait to see the movie. But then they turn around, Bubba, and this is the part that makes it hard dealing with the woke, but you're not allowed to be critical of it. <laughs> well, I mean, what what if the movie is just not any good? Yeah. What if it has nothing to do with how you feel about <clears throat> heterosexual, homosexual? What if you just want to see a good movie and you look at this attempt to do some romantic comedy involving two men and you just say, I don't think the story is very good. Uh, I thought the dialogue was silly. It didn't really entertain me. Oh, so you're homophobic. No, I, I just didn't think it was a good movie. I mean, to say you don't care about that. Now, I, I won't watch a movie because I don't want to see that, yeah, and I don't want to. But I'm talking. About, let's say that you don't have those kind of convictions, and and you think this is great. It still needs to be a good movie. And so, my son, that's um, an aspiring movie maker, anyway, he goes, "Dad, it's so funny. 
He goes, I'm looking at some of the critics, and they can't, they don't know, they can't, they don't know what to do with it. Uh He he said, critics have now ceased to be critics. They don't, they can't be negative about it. No. He says, so now we're, you watch. They're going to have to pretend that this is the greatest romantic comedy that is ever. It makes Harry Met Sally. It makes. I mean, (laughs) this is the the finest piece of a of of a film in this genre that that has ever been we have all finally evolved and this is just what and how about this it may be a good story and well written i don't know but i'll tell you this if it's not you're not allowed to say it well yeah you won't see you won't see a fair review is there anybody being critical of it that says hey this is just not very good movie has nothing to do with how you feel about sexuality is it even a good movie no it's not. It have la- you seen it, Adam? I have not, but I've heard some reviews about it. And are are, are the reviewers are, you are they sure allowed you to be critical? Are they being critical? When did you see it, Adam? I did not see the film. Right. Um, the thing that I, th- I heard yesterday that was a great point. The, the thing that people like about comedies, or excuse me, the people that think like the thing that people that like about romantic movies is the idea of two people working out their differences, and becoming a unit, becoming a family, being together forever, and raising a family. That's the that's the potential. That's what we're searching for. That's what we want. This is a movie about hookup culture in the gay community. Maybe Watch these it. people will hook up for a little while. Oh, wow, I'm now I'm rooting for them. There's nothing <laughs> good to root that's for. Oh, There's wow. nothing good. There's nothing of substance in this movie. But now he hadn't seen it. I, I, okay, this is I'm I'm stealing this from a podcast I heard yesterday. Okay. I'm, I'm stealing. Oh, there was somebody because it does sound like you've seen it. I'm stealing it, it really poorly, does. but I'm Sounds stealing. Like it it. I'm stealing it from is, a a podcast that I heard yesterday. Is it over the weekend? <laughs> so, is, it a, is it a person who never wants to have a podcast again because they're going to be attacked? Right, oh, yeah. exactly. But it's so blind to what people actually like about romantic movies and what people like about life and what's important, what people care about, yeah. and. You're gonna have you're gonna have gay gay men go see this movie. Lesbians don't want to see this movie. Right. Like that's that's the small audience that you've opened this up for. By the way, the budget for the movie was twenty million dollars. The advertising budget for the movie was thirty million dollars. And over the weekend, the opening weekend, the movie made under five million dollars. It's a monumental flop, and people are like, "Why? What's going on? How could this be?" It's because this is not real. This is not real America. People that love and support right. this stuff, it's not real. Well said. And yes, I saw the movie. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and that's the bottom line. This is that fake world I'm talking about. We we have to pretend that our country wants this movie. Yeah. But yes. but they don't. And uh, there's, there's, uh, there's some people, a small audience that wants the movie. But we have to pretend that it's mainstream, and we're and this is this is how we've evolved as a society that er, that, that mobs of people want to go see this outstanding yeah. film, and it's been long awaited and anticipated, and that's just fake. That's just yeah, not I, true. I, mm-hmm. I saw, uh, I think it was NBC on their Saturday morning show. They were doing a promotion about it, and they had the actors in. They were mm-hmm. interviewing them, but it. I mean, the whole the whole thing of the interview was, well, it's about time. It's about time. Yeah, but. But it's, but no, but it's not. You know, yeah, it, that, that's us pretending that we've all just our society is just screaming for this. No, it's and it's really, and it's just not you, true. You could tell it was forced. Yeah. That's and, why we're waiting, and it hadn't happened. But The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh, I, we're yeah. waiting for oh, the, have that version. And mm-hmm. I think there was a channel dedicated, but I'm talking about on the main. Yeah, hadn't happened yet, but I, I promise you, there's probably a lot of well, pressure it, for it to happen. Yeah, it goes back to this. Even if this is something that doesn't bother you at all and, and it's fine and 
don't mean any ill will. And I'm sure the people involved in the movie are, are, are good people. I mean, I don't know them, but you still have to be funny and you still have to have a story and you have to have, look, I, I saw, I forget what it was. I tried to watch some movie that was new and it, and it was just an attempt at some of the normal themes we normally see in movies. It just was terrible because yeah. throughout the movie, there was a, an attempt to something that all of us know is not the mainstream of how our families and our lives work, but we have to pretend that it is. Yeah. And, and you almost get exhausted through a movie of them trying to check every woke box yeah. that you're like, oh, okay, all right, all right, now we're diverting over here. Yeah. No way that would happen. Okay. <laughs> oh, we got to say that. Okay. So that as if people would really normally say that and, and you, and you, you get, there's, there's no great writing in, in modern movies and there's that and it's gonna kill it's right comedians. It's why you're starting to see the Bill Mars of the world mm-hmm. and people that are trying not to go down this road because they realize if we stay on this road, yeah, comedy will cease to exist. Oh yeah. It will be gone. Yeah. But so, I think back to Bill, Can you imagine trying to be funny in a movie like oh, this no. without upsetting anyone? No, no. But you you told us off air about Bill's breakdown of wokeness and how yeah. it started and and it was it was doing good at at the beginning, but they don't know when to stop. And right. they've gotten so far you know, to the left that, that everything's woke and well, they don't know how to, yeah, they don't know how to stop. It, it's pretend. It's, it's like we're living in a childlike world where people are pretending that our society is a way that it just isn't. Yeah. And, and pretending that we like things that we really yeah. don't pretending that we want products that we really don't desire, mm-hmm. but we're pretending it. And, and, and so, but let me tell you something. You just told me that I just tied up $50 million in this movie. Mm. That, that's where the pretending's going to stop. Yeah, because if you know, right now I'm down 45 million after the first weekend, and uh, and that's um, yeah. people invest in these what, projects to make money. What's well, the same thing when when Disney decided to go down this road in a children's movie? Yeah, guess what? It didn't do well compared to their movies that families used to go see when they didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, Billy Eichner, the writer and star of this movie, said everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see Bros. So if we don't want to see your movie, we're homophobic weirdo. That's the point I'm making. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Alright, so as we work our way back, uh, Mike Tyson, you remember everybody thinks, thinks I'm not the champion. You remember Mike Tyson, we saw him in a wheelchair yeah, that was weird. Uh, at the airport. And we're like, well, what's happened to Mighty Mike? Uh, because, you know, we saw him at Walmart on one of them motorized ones. I, I didn't get on one of them scooters. Scooter. Uh, Mike Tyson didn't get on the scooter. <laughs> scooter. Uh, but the, um, so it's almost like Mike didn't like everybody saying, hey, what's wrong with Mike? Mm-hmm. And he's put out a training video again. Now, I, I'm 58. You're 58. How old is he? Is, is he is he is uh, he around our age? Yeah. What is he? Oh, yeah. 56. 56. Yeah. Is that right? All right. Yeah. So so any he, he puts out a training video. Look at him now. He's not in a wheelchair no, now. No, he's not. No. And, and look, oh oh no, Mighty Mike. Oh, good night. Oh, it hurts. Would that you hurt. would you ever spar with him? Ever? Why didn't that other guy have headgear? Uh, can we not get him in some shorts be, that maybe come on down a little bit? I mean, <laughs> he's up. <laughs> is, he, is he in a pair of briefs? What is he boxing in? Hey, I got I got my blue underwear. I'm, I'm pointing. I'm pointing. I can't. I got a point. They got some rap music under it, so I'm gonna turn it down. Okay. But yeah, I guess he works out, his, out in his underwear like I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I put. I put. I put. I'm a champion. 
But Here, man. Here's what's so weird about us. We all notice different things. I never would have noticed I didn't that. either. I, what? How could you not know? Because I'm watching him swing. I was watching all the swinging. It was so <laughs> right. unreal. What about how you hang Look, look, look. Yes. Oh, good gracious. Oh, my. Oh. He's not hitting that guy in the head, but he's acting like, I mean, he stops before he hits him. Yeah, but not, would you want to be in that oh, no, situation? No, no, hey, no. No way. I say, stop it. He I mean, kill, you can, yeah, I wear my briefs so you can see my legs. I wish oh, we had one of them chest protectors around here. My legs are just powerful. I'm a marauder. We need a chest protector. I have everything. I've got, okay, I've got boxing gloves. If you've got the chest protector, I got gloves, pads. I don't have a chest protector, but man, we gloves. need one. We do. I'm not taking any chest punch. Point, point, point. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. No, no. Bubba, Bubba you're that's, out. That's you, you're the, out. Best, the best cardio you can do. What if you got you and Bryant boxing? Young are going to skip this week? <laughs> Y'all, his footwork looks impeccable. It really does. It's impeccable. So that's the thing about him. Hey, Adler, did you say my footwork is impeccable? <laughs> it's impeccable. He's a I'm a punching marauder. Well, why was he in a wheelchair? Look at him now. Well, I think what we, was the, I maybe he was hurt, Greg. I, what was what, it? A wheelchair? Well, well I think I, we talked I, about I, that and said why he was in a wheelchair. Well, yeah. Point, yeah. point, we point. Forgot, I thought you said God. he almost died. Why was he in the wheelchair? I told you. Speedy told you. I didn't right say Right after he gave you the football schedule. <laughs> Good. Do you not have the story, Rick? Do y'all have the story? Uh, I do, yes. Okay. yes. I do. But does it say like what just... Mike Tyson thought about Aaron Judge hitting 62? <laughs> uh, you know, it's from America, but Barry Bonds, 73. <laughs> Barry, Barry, Barry Bonds, 73. <laughs> That's my man, Barry. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's so good. That's how I feel about it. Said that uh, it says he's been suffering with sciatic flare-ups. Okay, yes, in his back recently. It was, it was so if it's, a, if it's a bad day, I guess he'd be in the wheelchair. Yeah. Good oh, yeah, day, he's the out there working out. The wheelchair. Was a you ever bad. had the struggle with the sciatic? He said he's in splendid health though, Rick. You ever had a splendid, he's, splendid sciatic health? He said they just flared up. <laughs> they look like uh. it's exceptional. Uh, my okay. sciatic, my sciatic situation. Okay, that's a can't breathe. Right. <laughs> shooting over him. Gosh, why do I feel like Mike Tyson would come here and punch me right in the face? Right, Adler, I'm I punched over Rick in the face. I'm talking about it. I want to see if Rick can copy him. Oh, Where's um, uh, Greta, I, th- I think this is Greta, uh, from Newsmax, had interviewed him. Is this come from you? And it, it's going to come from him. Mm. It's August 26th of this year. I'm about and, my sack. Uh, and I think he explains <laughs> why he sometimes. Is, is this when I talk to Greta about my sack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a punch in the marauder. <laughs> he is a marauder. Yeah, he, he is. is. Here he is. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'll punch cancer out of Bubba's liver. You were in a wheelchair. What was that all about? Oh, I have sciatica every now and then. It flares sciatica. up. And when it flares up, I can't even talk. Oh, okay, Mike. Now yeah, you're going too far. Sciatica doesn't take away your voice. Hopefully, that's the only thing you have. And you don't need. I, mean, uean, uh, yes, I hope you don't have sciatica right now. But otherwise, you're in good health. You're. You're good. All right. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> all right. Good. So I know you're, you're down in Florida. You've moved there with your family. Things are pretty good. Is that, is that fair to say your life's good? Oh, everybody in my house is truly blessed. And with, we're all very grateful for whatever we have. We're very grateful for whatever we have. Yeah, I was going to say, Rick, it's going to have um, to be a more of a raspy no rougher than I thought. He got the rougher. And Helmsy, <laughs> I think a looker. one of his daughters plays tennis. She does, by the way. Uh, not bad. A friend of ours said that yeah. he looked up at a, some tennis match in yeah. Las Vegas or something, yep. and there sat Mike Tyson yeah. watching his daughter. Is she a marauder? <laughs> He's, my daughter, no, uh, when she gets that, when she gets 
Man, my dog is uh, sitting in the round. I'm going sit, to sit over the helmet still school. That's it. Keep working on it. Oh, raspberry. No, raspberry. It's incredible. Now you sound like Kevin Derry. No, <laughs> I just love to eat. You call. Good night. Yeah. That's tough to do. The leaders yeah. do. Those two quick. things don't work you gotta together. Get, you gotta, I got to get down there. Raspberry. It's that tough. Speedy, give us a time. Where does he need to go again? He got to get out here. Oh, my gosh. The man of a thousand voices has spoken. Give us a time in there, impressionist. Please. Oh, i <laughs> Sadica. <laughs> there you go, Bubba. Sadica. Why don't you do King Richard and he do Mike Tyson? Oh. Huh? Yeah. Well, well, I'm asking King Richard about that. You're, about, about Mike's, tennis. Watching his You're watch, Mike's watching his daughter play tennis, and King Richard happens to be there. Hey, King Richard, Mike Tyson's my daughter out there. She's a tennis marauder. I tell you what, Mike, your daughter's got great footwork, <laughs> <laughs> but she's just got to swing a little harder. <laughs> she needs to swing like I punch. That's right, Mike. And if you want swing her to like come to live, with, she can come live with me for about a, a two months, and we'll get her going. Good <laughs> night, it's King Richard. It's amazing. It's King Richard. It's King Richard. <laughs> the man of a thousand voices has landed on King Richard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, it just so happened everybody he tries to do sounds like King Richard, yeah. but yeah. Well, actually that, applies. Because he's yeah. got one going, well, he, he builds them. You got to build yeah. them from yeah. there. He Greg. landed on. Mike, it. I was thinking about a facial tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get yours? Well, I, you I, know, I, there's a touch I, of water I, boy. I in it. <laughs> a little bit of Bobby Boucher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a touch of that. Uh, you know, Adler when he gives us our, uh, you know, Speedy gives us a bunch of stories. Adler give us some video he's got you know we might want to consider uh and i see some here that are uh, uh, that appeal to us uh you know coming into this hour he has what's pretty current and then he'll put down at the bottom hey i acknowledge i'm repeating these and y'all are not picking them <laughs> then sometimes he'll have some that just say uh just looks awesome there's really no story to go with it but he's been trying to get us to look at this video and i know you had one about an atomic blast you were fired up about but he is uh, he he's got a video where an orca, I guess, goes airborne and collides with a dolphin who also decided to go airborne at the same time. Is that is that is that what we have here? People seem that to think that the orcas are just uh, hunting and yeah. and circling up and uh, messing with their prey like they do. And this time, the orca's prey is a dolphin. Oh my! And this happened in uh, Mexico's Sea of Cortez, and I just found out this happened in 2021. But we watched a sheep run into a bucket from like 1995 sure, yesterday. Sure. So yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. Yeah, the bucket thing. I knew it wasn't new, but I didn't mean I want to see it. Didn't there want to go. see it again. Yeah, so this is pretty wild here. Yeah. And the reaction from the boaters. The reaction from the boaters is amazing. Oh. 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 Wow. Oh, that gets up there. That air. You can hear it clap. Oh. Oh. Look at the hang time. Just, so the dolphins, they got issues on it, but it's not good. So was the dolphin trying to get away from it? Well, there's probably it? more yeah, than one yes. orca yes. under there ch- chasing it, and the timing. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. So he got away, time. though, right? I don't got a concussion. So, uh, yes, Bubba, he did. Yes, Bubba, he's okay. <laughs> he's fine. He's with his mommy and daddy. <laughs> no, I, I'm just confused why the dolphin was jumping up if he was being chased, trying to get away. You know? Yeah. Well, he's he's looks like he's just trying to survive. Yeah. Three I love Mississippi. The air time that thing's going. Three Mississippi out of the water. That's wow. Good. In perfect form.
Orcas, they play with seals for hours at a time. It's brutal. They're cruel. They're very cruel. Yeah, the problem the dolphin has when he hit the water is there's other orcas. That's, yeah, it's like a pod of them. Yeah. And so you, now they've all – They work together as a unit. Yeah, basically they're saying, we got y'all, now we're going to have a little fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, those videos where those uh, whales come up and knock those boats over too. I, that's oh, yeah. a little too close for me. If there's that many of them, yeah, doing that's that. a big yeah, I don't I, I'm gonna pull back a little bit. All right, so Bubba, we can also see a UPS driver hit a pen of goats. This is funny. Oh, no, no. Uh, funny. This, this is, is good funny. stuff. Here. Anything involving a pen, and it of might goats. be 20 years old. I don't know, but this is funny. And these I are feigning goats. Yeah, are we right? calling this blast from the past? Yep. And no, then I we have we, then we have an atomic blast from the 50s. If you'd like to. Oh, well, it. that was yeah. under. Yeah, I, I, I noticed you're stepping right over. Where's uh four? The, four. The woman shows how to deal with and become friends with wild wolves. That's fine. Yeah, that may be helpful in my training. Let's focus goats first. Yeah. Now the 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 UPS truck is going to hit this little right, fence. I see the goats. And when it hits the fence, it makes this loud noise and all the goats faint. This is actually the oh, training video they use in the NBA for flopping. Yeah, that's good. That's good. good. <laughs> 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 they come down like dominoes. <laughs> hey, how about that driver? He's in the handle. Yeah, <laughs> he sure is. You know what got him at dang car in Stupid the way. Stupid car in the you way. driving your power truck. Right? Yeah, yeah, hey, boy. Man, he got Yo, that is awesome. <laughs> Legs in the air and everything. I he cut that way goats. too short. Can yeah. I get a fainting goat? I got you room can. for it. Yeah, you, you can, can buy them. Can I tell y'all fainting goats? <laughs> I got room That may be one of my – I love to watch them. <laughs> you really, I do too. You really I, feel like I, as a defense – I put some stiff legs. <laughs> as a defense mechanism, you really – I think you want something more advanced than, mm-hmm. hey, I'm playing dead. I know. You I know, know? I know. Yeah. Nice work. It works yeah. for your yeah. dog. Well, but, but to them, they're thinking, uh, can't see me, can't see me. Can't yeah, I look, I'm dead. Yeah, you're right. Golly, that was funny. They were right all together. Uh, let's see the atomic They were bomb more in test. sync than right, Jackson want, what, what was this from, by yeah. the way? Uh, was it Hardtack? Operation yep. Hardtack? Hardtack. Yep. They tested a bunch of nukes uh, underwater in the 50s. Yep, yep. And the footage was so good, I thought it was more recent. But wow. Birds don't know what's coming. Well, you're going to have good recording equipment if you're trying to catch an atomic oh, bomb. Nice. Uh, there we go. That's a lot. Now, what is so impressive about that? We really didn't set it up because we didn't know what we were dealing with. Look at that. Good night. That'll get you. Wow. Can't even see the whole cloud. No. Too much cloud. Wow. My friends, that's what we call hot radioactive water right there. Mm. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning of it, Adler. Just I bet that's good. Look how that t- comes down. Look. Okay, stop. Look at These are our warships. These are giant battleships on the horizon. Look how it dwarfs them. Okay, these are gigantic battleships. Okay, I kind of want to be on that beach right now before this happens. Mm. So peaceful. Mm. That's not. Then you have a secondary. Wow. Mm. I think, if I remember right, they sunk. Five or six battleships with that blast just completely flipped them over, gone. If you look on the beach, it's about Rick, Rick, battleships, not not pontoons. I know battleships that we've been on. Not pontoons. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, wow. So what they did was uh, it was a nuclear device detonated underwater, and um, the shape of the dome was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah, the dome was 3,800 feet in the air mm. is how big the 
splash went up into the air, a radius of 8,000 feet. Mm. Whoa. And how deep mm. what? Do we know how deep it was? They Did put it 840 feet under the water, I believe. Wow. Uh, Goodness gracious. Let's see. Yeah, Where was it? a lot going on. And that happened in One 19 of, when? 1950? 1950. August, August the 18th, 1958. 1958. I know. That's what confused me, too. That does seem like it. Mm. I think that's a misprint. It shouldn't look that good, right? Yeah. Take a sip, Greg. Go ahead. That's a misprint. Is this him throwing that on there, Greg? Because people won't think we just recently did something like that in the water. <laughs> I believe that's what it <laughs> no, is. No, it was the 50s. Ah, 50s. Somewhere mm. back in the 50s. <laughs> so Operation Hardtack was a series of 35 nuclear tests conducted by the United States uh, in 1958. Bubba said you can have that same scene right off the coast of Savannah. Mm. Ain't that right? Yep. That's, that's, that's Can you imagine you, that's that's trying to do at, that today? The, Same type weapon. The pushback you'd get from the animal animal folks, the fish yes. folks. Oh. oh, boy. Yes. Now, Couldn't w- handle it. Now, what is this woman that wants to show us how to become friends with wild wolves? <laughs> yeah, we've... Uh, What's wrong with that? We've uh, been talking about wolves and how to deal with them, and I thought it was just going to be some good advice. She actually narrates what she does and how, how she goes about it, <laughs> mm. and it's uh, I'm not going to show it full screen because it's pretty disgusting. Uh, oh so, uh, Rick, excuse me, Rick, but maybe you can try it. What is when she wolves scream, oh, I know. They I'm scared. I think I know. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is perfectly normal. Oh my gosh! And this is perfectly normal. On a daily basis. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I don't think we're supposed to be watching it. Stop it! Stop it! If you are sick or where did this come from? What are we doing? What year was this? If you were kind and non-threatening, I'm not looking at all. Show us the bomb again. I don't think that's going to work for me. Adler, don't show that again. That's how they greet each other. That's how you learn about your pack. Oh my gosh! What is happening? He's tickling her tonsils. I don't think we're supposed to watch this. So gross! Oh my gosh! Breathe through your nose. Where's her other hand? If you are sick. Oh, okay. oh, now there's three. Here they come. There's three of them. Oh, oh, sure. oh, oh that will draw crowds. Yeah, I guess it will. <laughs> turn, turn it down. Y'all turn it down. Stop it. That's how you find out about oh. your pack. Oh, oh my God. Rick, I think you can beat them up. Yeah, I tried to tell you. But, so um, instead of beating it up, just let it lick inside your mouth. Yeah, let's do that and then sneak up on it. Oh Y'all, that's a big animal, though. Just for sc- scale, we can learn a lot from this video. Just from the scale. Well, no, well, I didn't learn anything from that. I learned I, so I, gross. I, I learned that a woman made out with a wolf. <laughs> I mean, hey, big time. I mean, we I just mean, saw I mean, a woman French kiss a wolf. We're not talking yeah, about just gosh. licking your face. No, no I'm talking about yeah. mouth wide open. That's I mean, that's disgusting. I, she no. must have missed that one earlier, licking itself. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she'd been fired up about it. Her mouth's cleaner than a human. <laughs> no. No. No, they're not. Good, I don't know who crazy. told you that. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh my gosh. How many times do you think they do that? No wonder our world is so weird. <laughs> we got patience. Why would anybody do that? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ron DeSantis, Ronnie the DeSantis. governor of Florida. He was warning everybody. Uh, and he was warning looters that they are a Second Amendment state, that you will loot at your own risk. And they have caught some looters that are not even legal immigrants. Mm-hmm. And he's not happy about it. Yeah, here we go. And uh, we've had four looters that were arrested, uh, I guess, a couple days ago. And, and they need to be brought to justice. And we're not going to tolerate it. But, you know, three of the four are illegal aliens. And so these are people that are foreigners 
They, they're illegally in our country. And not only that, they try to loot and ransack after, in the aftermath of a natural disaster. I mean, they should be prosecuted, but they need to be sent back to their home country. They should not be here at all. Uh-huh. So three out of four looters should not even have the opportunity to loot the American people because they shouldn't even be in America. I mean, Rick, we go back to, you know, classification point A, where everything begins. You're not looting if you're not here Mm -mm. because you shouldn't be here because you you have not done the proper paperwork to be in our country as a visitor or as a citizen or whatever the case may be. Y'all, this is just so ridiculous. We've had the murders. We've had this. If your first act in our country is to break our immigration laws, why do we necessarily think you're going to be a good person down the road? Now, I know that doesn't classify with everybody. I know that. We all know that. We've all known people that we got here illegally or we suspected they got here illegally and they worked very hard. But the point is, if you have a country, you have borders, and if you don't have laws to protect that, it's ridiculous. I don't know what these people in charge are thinking. Well, and don't miss this. We know, just like Castro he did this to us when he emptied the jails and yeah. put them on boats. And the boats insane asylum. And the insane asylum. Venezuela's done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, they're playing that same card against us. We know uh, that the, the government there in Venezuela is sending people from prisons. Now, I don't know about the mental part, but they are definitely sending Well, they cleaned from, out everybody they didn't want. Yeah, and they're sending those people through the gap that we have in the southern border because no one is allowed to vet them. Yeah. And, of course, now DeSantis took 48 of them from Venezuela and sent them to Martha's Vineyard. Right. Which was a good one. Yeah, yep. Hello there, it's Rick and Bubba, and we are handing out an invitation for you to join us right here tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. We're going to get you all the headlines you need to know and have fun all the way home. Our number 866-WE-BE-BIG, Willa Meach, still in play all tomorrow on Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.